Looking for your next set of shiny math rocks for your games? Head on over to MetallicDiceGames.com and use code SPELLBOOKG10 at checkout for 10% off your order. That's MetallicDiceGames.com, code SPELLBOOKG10 for 10% off your order. Last time on Roll for Distraction. Crassus, Clarkspanicus, and Cirilla, along with their new friend Dubda, pressed onward through the Spiderhunt woods towards the strange ship's crash site. They found a group of 15 local humanoid mercenaries, including the survivors of their previous battle. They were being led by two strange hippo-headed men and a pair of mages. Clark threw a fireball at the cluster of them, initiating a long battle that somehow didn't burn down the entire forest. It was rough, but the party was eventually victorious. They then signaled the skyship to come pick them up, and they used a system of chains to take the UFO with them to the home of their employer. Once there, the goblin known as Coyote paid them, thanked them, the party having then said their goodbyes to Dobda, returned to Candlekeep. Hi everyone. It's it's this episode. It's 18. Yes, it's 18. 18. Oh. Um we can Brian and I are back. We are back. Yes. We've returned. We've returned. The show somehow didn't spiral to crap without me. Our podcast is a legal adult. (laughs) Y'all went to y'all went on an adventure. We were going on an adventure. (coughs) Come on. (coughs) Um where our party left off. They had just returned to Candlekeep via skyship from the junkyard belonging to Coyote. Having just disembarked and headed back to their mansion to begin a long rest, they notice that upon entry, Umak and Zid are also back. And that's where we're going to pick up. All right. Um, so I guess you guys open the door, walk in, and we're just sitting there, like, polishing our swords or whatever. Haha, shalom. Um, hey, boys! Wow, well, well, well. Look who decided Look the to cat dragged back. in. I could... Say the Did same the to you. Just I thought for sure you'd be, you'd still be here when we got back. No, we had stuff to do. We made a new friend. So did we. Oh. Did they die? Because I see they're not with you. Actually, no. She stayed to work. Oh, almost. Well, that's good. Wait. But Boots did his first mission. What are they doing here? I thought we voted them off the island. You can't vote me off the island. I, I, I make the show. Aha! <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <Deep green. laughs> I can vote you off the island. Watch this. All your characters just slide off the screen. Hey, I didn't say that. Put me back. Yeah, me too. By the powers of the executive producer. All right, all right. Come back in. Come back in. (laughs) Don't punish me for his mistakes. Uh, I'll say, so, uh, fill us in. What did we miss? All right, so we flew out on the skyship, and then there was, like, lady. There's a new lady. She was a fire lady, and she spoke real cool, like, she was our friend. Motherfucking Wicked Walls just goddamn <laughs> rowing the boat. Never mind. <laughs> we got on a fl- flying ship with a fly woman, and then we crashed down. There was these mercenaries. Colin got shot at because he did, like, the stupid uh, armor of Agathus thing again, and they shot at him, like, six times, and then we killed, like, a bunch of them. And then we took a prisoner, and they said there were more mercies down the way. We There were more mercenaries down the way. <gasps> But then we also turned one into a I ghost. I had a complex. Cirilla was all like, "Well, we can't shoot the wounded." But they were like, "Yeah, we could definitely shoot the wounded." <laughs> so we shot the wounded. And uh, anyone who didn't want to, <laughs> anyone who didn't want to fight, we let go. But then we killed most of them. And then we got the ship. And then the ship is now in a junkyard with the goblin named Coyote. And then our new friend is also there at the junkyard too, which is Dope why she's that. not here anymore. Dobda, that was her name. And then we flew back, and now Just we're here. Boots. Oh yeah, we have ten thousand gold now. 
the end. Full stop, Gerard. <laughs> Perfect. Cadence was great. Yeah, I don't think I have to it. cut any of that. <laughs> that was wonderful. Stop flash. Because my uh, audio is peaking. Wow, those are yeah, some seriously. waveforms. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah. Uh, Alex, your here. turn for your uh, Lewis recap. It's it's went basically as I said in, in my letter that I left. Uh, Umak and I traveled briefly through the Shadowfell. He went off and helped his friend fought off those bandits. I did a thing. I convened with some of my fellow uh, agents, uh, exchanged some intelligence as we do, and then Umak and I began to trek back, ran into some trouble with some zombies, but nothing too crazy. We didn't run into our friend with the gambling addiction um, oh. in the Shadowfell. Because um, we weren't all there. He likes it. No, he was going there. specifically for you, Gerard. Every time. Yeah, maybe he likes preying on Clark Demandius's yeah. uh, vices. <laughs> um, Make him a broke so man once again. Umak and I. Mm. Yeah, I think he knows that we're too stone-faced for it. Yeah, uh, I don't think we participated. Did you and I participate in his shenanigans You bet time? rope, like, minimally. Oh, yeah, yeah. I bet some money one time. Which is, like, like no fun for exciting. him. Yeah. 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 But you got 50 feet of boat. And I bet the that day. That is true. I got 50 feet of boat. Yeah, where's my boat? Where's my land boat? It's at the stable. It's at the stable because we can't take it on the It's at the garage. <laughs> yeah, we got a garage for What this. is a stable but a garage for horses? For a land boat. And then, yeah, we got back here a couple hours ago. We've just been uh, resettling in. Um, Did you do what someone says to hold your horses? They're telling you to be stable. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Snaps for that, man. Umak didn't jump out of any windows, did he? Unless he jumped out of some while he was off doing his thing with the bandits. Uh, he wasn't covered in glass when we reunited, so. There were, like, no good windows. There were very big windows on the sky ship. We thought you would have jumped oh, out. I would have loved to have seen those. Dobdo warned us I not to jump out fall. of the windows it's fine. while the sky ship was moving. Didn't? Are we leveling up or something? Oh yeah, I, I, we we did level up like collectively as a group. I suppose we should go over that. Um, I now have the Song of Rest, and I also got a fifth level spell slot, so I can modify memory now. My proficiency bonus went up to plus four, which I assume everyone else got. And I got a single fifth level self spell slot. I got to level 10, so I have armor of hexes. And apparently I had a fifth level spell slot that I wasn't tracking, so I took synaptic static. Synaptic got to level six and took fighting initiative feat to get protection, so uh, it can make me harder to hit. Oh, I um, I, I my uh, my health went up. I got indomitable, and I also got see invisibility. Uh, I got so I'm I'm multi-classed with one level in rogue, so I just hit eighth level in wizard, but still ninth level overall. So my proficiency bonus does still go up, but I get an ability score improvement. I finally rounded out my intelligence to twenty, and then I learned phantasmal killer and Ralathum psychic lance. Uh, so yeah, John. Now what uh, do we? sleep before plot or does plot happen to us what happens yes i think that you're all probably rested but uh it's late in the day and you have opted to just maybe have some snacks to call it a night sure what kind of snacks yeah please describe s to your charcuterie board hey i got my wine i got my vino you all wake up and on the nightstands next to your bed are a small wooden box We've oh. been infiltrated. With um, metal bands around it and a small bow. Fun box, so fun box. Small and square and dark. 
Upon Please. upon waking up, you all just hear Zidrus uh, scream through the entire mansion. Don't oh fucking open them. <laughs> okay, everyone roll initiative. To see who, everyone roll initiative to see who wakes up first. Oh no! Now, uh, uh, Umak, you wake up first, and next to your bedstand, you see a small wooden box. I gotta run, remember what my intelligence is. Hold on. You're it's smart. 16, you're smart. You're not oh. an idiot. All right, great. Then, uh, all right, I'm not Mac. All right. Um, I see a box sitting next to me. I look at it suspiciously, and I think to myself, I better not touch this. And then I get up and I go to uh, Zidrus's room to see if he is awake and has a box too. I knock on his door. Uh, Zid, Does the knock you're knocking wake me up? Okay. Yes. Look, you're a li- you're a light sleeper as you are a spy. Yeah. And you uh, on account of the fact that I'm an elf and I actually only meditate for four hours, so I'm probably just awake anyway. Oh. Well, fuck, yeah, you're probably... You awake? Unless you're doing a late night. <laughs> oh, but... oh, yeah, I mean, I may have taken, the, you know, may have been journaling, but... Um, journaling? Zidrus. But, yeah, sure, I, I get up, and then Zidrus. I go to the door, and I, I meet Umak. Um, I, I assume I notice the box also when waking up immediately? Yes. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll not touch the box, but I'll go up and open the door and be like, Oh, Umak. There was a box. And I look in your left. hands and I see. Oh, I didn't ah, take it with me. Too. I didn't touch it. I didn't touch the box. Oh, no, you didn't. Okay. All right. I didn't touch the box. There's a box Good. on my bedside table. Do you also have a I box? S- I step aside and point so you can see that I also have one. Ooh. I would like to open it. I go, uh, hang on a moment. And I, I'll do a ritual What's detect magic. Am I getting anything off of this box, John? Uh, the box is not magic, but an object inside of it is. Oh, okay. Um, can you can I narrow it down to a school of magic? Abjuration. There is abjuration in Umox. Abjuration. Okay, so that's not really super concerning. Abjuration is typically associated with protection and, and warding. Um, okay. Not not that you can't do damage with an abjuration spell, but usually most of them don't. Um, okay. Um, can I walk around and see if I pick up the same thing off of everybody else's box? I'll go around and wake everybody up at this point. Uh, okay, you go and pick up, wake everyone else up. Uh, yeah, um, I tell everyone to gather in, in the dining room or whatever we usually gather. And... Umox is abjuration. Zid's is divination. Cyrilla's is also abjuration. Clark's is enchantment. And Crassus is transmutation. So we've got a variety of magics inside these boxes. I think we should start with the box given to Cyrilla or Umox. I'm getting an air of abjuration from them. That tends to be relatively harmless. Yes, Clark, you have your hand up. Am I awake yet? Yes, uh, yeah, yeah, I've gathered everyone. Yeah, we're, oh, okay. we're in the we're in the dining oh, okay. room. Anybody have any objections? Nope. Nah. Open the box. Play the Zelda music. It is a gold ring with a red gem set in the top of it. Oh. Okay. I just finished Lord of the Rings. I know what that means. I I hold over the, the the box to Sorella and I say, wanna go ahead and identify that? Yes. That is a ring of fire resistance. Hey, that's my oh. ring! What's crazy about that is that she's a tiefling. Ayo. So that means fire immunity. So she's immune. Okay, that is yeah. what that means. That's not a joke. If you have resistance and gain an item that grants resistance, it grants immunity. Damn. Technically a house rule, but yeah, we've done that before. You can you can put a fireball on yourself and not take <laughs> Don't damage. underestimate my power to try that. <laughs> All right. Um, given the same 
same school of magic emanated from Umox, and Sorellus turned out to be helpful, I will uh, check his box next. Sid, can I put it on? Uh, hold a moment. Oh, Identify does not detect curses. But it's shiny. Umox, the box opening for Umox reveals a gold and silver ring with a polished mirror and then two small sapphires set one in the top right corner, one in the bottom left corner. Okay, identify, please. That is a ring of spell turning. Is this a good thing? Wait a minute. What? I know what yeah. these are. <laughs> okay, I don't Keep John's going. Like I don't get it yet, closed. but <laughs> let's, no let's continue. Else, no one else say anything. All right, my, my, my box has a divination aura in it, and that seems pretty harmless as well, so I'll open mine next. Okay, that is a ring of platinum color with a blue eyeball. A regular eye that's like oh, colored it's blue. it's just these. Yeah. It's, I said no one do anything until I had that. Carry on. Okay. I gotta uh, go with mine. It is an eye, it is an eye trust a platinum them. ring. And then I'll ask Sorella to identify that as again. That is a ring of spell turning. Is it? No, I'm sorry. That is a ring of x-ray vision. There you go. <laughs> Where the, the fuck did Colin go? Um, uh, Alright, uh, well I was going to open his box next, the transmutation one. That ring opens, it is also platinum, and it is a large, rough piece of amber set into it. The ring of telekinesis. Oh, good. Uh, yeah, that very, very. I'm sure he'll be very responsible with it. <laughs> um, and then totally. Clark's. Clark's, which has an enchantment aura. Clark's is larger. It is actually a ring that goes on two fingers and appears to be a brass band set with many, many rings. Brass knuckles. It's a sling ring from Doctor Strange. No, it's something else. What is it? <laughs> it is a ring of spell storing. Yay. So, fun fact for all of our listeners, uh, John actually gifted our party these physical rings. So we are all sitting here wearing them now as we record. Which John made. So shout out to John for physically making these. Thank you, John. No, no he bought no. them. Nope, <laughs> yes, not true. He not told, true. Yep, he definitely I, this made is a, these. This is a collector's set. I would have believed it. But, but guys, the one, thank you, I'm flattered. <laughs> I probably could make one of these given the tools. But I do not well, have the choice. Right, get into making things rings, really Kellabrimbor. Come and on. And if we hold them all together, we can summon Captain Planet. <laughs> <laughs> when our powers combine. Hey, John. Yes. So for the ring of spell storing, it says when found, it contains 1d6 one level spells, one levels of stored spells chosen by the DM. Do you want there to be spells already stored in this ring? No. Or is it blank? It's blank. Okay. Okay, you all have these rings. Yeah! Who sent them to us? Discuss. John, he made them. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You can't. <laughs> no. It's the black lungs. It's getting me. Uh, John is too cool for this. <laughs> Oh no, I dropped my ring. Hold on. Uh, okay. <laughs> Good. How many? Get your shit together. Okay. So, is there any way we can find who sent them to us? Well, it's concerning because the door should be locked at night. And, like. Are we in our mansion? Yes. 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 Let's ask the homunculus. Yeah, I was yeah, going to say, don't around? we have homunculi that could Wait tell a minute. us? I can see invisibility now. Maybe they're invisible. Yes, but they were already here. Oh. They were, they were here overnight. 
catch invisibility, or was that just me? What? <laughs> anyway, yes, let's find our the homunculus that came with the mansion and ask them, hey, did anybody uh, come in last night? Uh, no, not, not to our knowledge, not really. No noises, nothing? Look, man, I sleep in a pantry. Were there any deliveries? No, still. I'm not security. Or was there any DiGiorno? Yeah, well, it's just concerning because when we close the door at night, it should basically... Does it, does it like, make the door in the physical world stop existing, right? That is correct. So there no, should be should no feasible in. way in or out. You're right. <laughs> does the homunculus also burp? Yes. Would I know enough about planar travel to know that in theory if someone has knows how to get to this plane they could and has the ability to travel between planes they could technically get into the it doesn't say you can't, but it also doesn't specify that something. Yeah, can. so that that, yeah. that 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 we don't you don't have to tell us the answer right now because I, I think you probably want that to be part of the mystery. But I was Ooh. just curious if if we knew as spellcasters if this was on the table. But I guess we aren't sure because we've never tried because none of us can cast seventh level spells yet. Nope. <laughs> yeah, or eighth level because demi plane allows. All right, so I was just actual... googling it and I put can you teleport into a and I typed out mag and we have magazine magnet magnetic field magical forest and in a magnesium. <laughs> We've literally teleported to magical forests several times in our adventures, so that's totally. I know, the table. but that magazine <laughs> magnet and magnetic field come yeah. up is wild. Um, so demi plane, the the eighth level spell slide does allow you to teleport into demi planes created by other other creatures. So in theory. Okay. Yes. So it is on the table, but they'd have to be pretty powerful. Yeah. Yes. Seeing as I'm out of ideas, out of character, can I roll like intelligence investigation or something in character to see if I can Another intuit argument something? on Twitter. Yes. Yes, you can roll intelligence for a magic thing because in the real world magic is Um, know. would you like me to roll would you like me to roll Arcana or Investigation? Arcana. Guidance. Because you want to okay. see if this is even possible. Thank you, Gerard. A 23 with the guidance. So I, I have a little bit of a brain blast. Brain what do I? Blast. <laughs> you do believe that it is possible to teleport into demiplanes and extra dimensional spaces. The mansion is a bit of a gray area because it's, if you can teleport into a mansion, could you teleport into a bag of holding? Yeah, that'd be cool. And you're like, I don't. Not a can of worms I want to open right now, yeah. So you're like, oh, possibly? Was it Solise? Not be dead. I wouldn't put it past her ability, but I also feel like she would just tell you. Yeah. Right. I don't think she'd give us gifts behind our back. This yeah. is mysterious. There wouldn't be secrets uh, I also from her. Just don't think she would give us gifts. Can I look at the boxes further? Is there any sign of uh, false bottoms or um, any text carved into them at all? The boxes markings? are all completely mundane wood and metal jewelry boxes even okay. on the bottom mr x-ray man you want to look through them and see what's in like i wait. could do that yeah let me just <laughs> the boxes are all mundane wood and metal okay ring boxes. wood all the way through all right and i turn it off wood in wood out um unless no they're, they're... <laughs> and none of us have felt any sort of strange adverse effects of a curse or anything no no should we ask torbjorn for help what the fuck's his name? I can't remember. You mean Thoradin? 
Thoradin, that's his Thorin, name. Yeah. Thorin Oakenshield? See if anyone came into Candlekeep that seemed powerful. I don't know. I mean, uh, sure. not a not an unusual occurrence. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm at a bit of a loss. Same here. Me too. So yeah, out, out, okay. out we go, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you walk out after about twenty minutes of going through the building. You are able to locate Thoradin, who I almost said three different wrong names. Those were the most recently said. Two names. Uh, you locate Thoradin. Tony. Hey yo, Tony. <laughs> Antonio. Ah, we got presents. Ah, you're all awake. Good. How are you doing after your previous adventures? We uh, we got presents. Random presents. Oh, yeah. A courier dropped those off, and uh, the only note attached was to put the one at each of your beds. Oh. Courier. Oh. What did this courier look like? They looked like a mail carrier. Did they say who they were from? Generally, the postal service does not open people's mail to determine its origin good to know that that element of society exists. <laughs> to the postal office. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to the bottom of this. We're going to go commit some federal offenses. Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> What's a federal? Well, yeah, I suppose there's enough federal. Uh, some minor local offenses. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are a suspicious bunch, ain't ya? Yeah. Yeah, well, these aren't cheap. What aren't cheap? Uh, we all put our ring. hands out. Yep. They were the rings. rings of power. Huh. We're going to bring Captain cheap. Planet later. Those are very those are very not cheap. It would appear you have some sort of benefactor or malefactor, uh, depending yeah. on what else they do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no signs of any curses or, or anything weird. They read as normal magic items as they should. Um, you know, not too out there objectively, but yeah, just a weird thing to give away. Yeah. Hmm. I guess it'll be a mystery we never solve because we're too stupid. I'm actually trying to think who we know who is. There's always the possibility it's someone that we don't know, or at least that our characters don't know. You know. Yeah. Someone, oh, like someone trying to curry favor with us. Possibly, uh, it could be someone we haven't met yet. It could be another old character of ours, you know, like Joram or Justice or somebody, you know. But yeah. Um, it's from Cashew. <laughs> that would be weird and <laughs> concerning that just he knows where we live. Because he knows where we live. Yeah. He's trying to fuck with us. It, Here's the thing. If Cashew were the, sending a message, he'd have sent a note saying, hey. I know where you live. He'd have there sent a note with a glyph of warning been, with a fireball built into it is what he would have done. <laughs> there would have been fingers in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be way more fucked up. Um, John, give us a hint. I'm also gonna say you're smart enough to know that if these were cursed, you could just cast remove curse on someone and see if they feel it. Okay. All right. I'm gonna cast remove curse on myself and see if I feel it. No changes. Whoosh. Great. I just wasted third level spell slot. Well, you know, you gained knowledge. You gained knowledge. Leave it to the wizard to talk about knowledge. <laughs> knowledge is power. All right, um, so that rules that out. They're not well, trying mine's... to curse us, whoever they are. Wait, I actually put remove curse in the ring. Shit! <laughs> <laughs> that, no, that's, you have to do that intentionally. Uh, you can't accidentally put remove yeah. curse. What if that was the curse? <laughs> that would be funny, though. <laughs> so, yeah, they're not trying to curse us. That rules that out. I, I guess we can go take a walk down to the post office, see if their employees remember anything, but I don't think we're going to get much out of that. But let, let's try it. Okay. 
Uh, there is a small postal station in Candlekeep. Uh, so you go to that where there are one employee. <laughs> there are one. And which finger are we supposed to wear this on? Who? It's not even an employee of the post of the courier service that operates on the Sword Coast. They're one of the people who works in Candlekeep, and it's like this is their job for a period of time. They're just working the mailroom. Which finger are we supposed to wear this on? I have it on my right ring finger. Put her, make an earring out of it for all I care. I, <laughs> I thought it wasn't supposed Lucky to. I wasn't, it. thought it wasn't supposed to go in your ring finger. Unless it's a wedding band. Oh, that's your left hand. Oh. Anyway, I'll walk up to the <laughs> attendant fellow and be like, uh, "Hey, sorry to interrupt your work. Um, we received some packages like overnight, and." Um, I know it's a long shot, but we're wondering if you might be able to tell us who they were from. I don't remember five packages being distributed. Are you sure that it was five? It, yeah. I mean, it might have been five within a one larger box, but... One larger... Okay, there was one very large crate for some reason that seemed to be very securely wrapped uh, that I gave to Thoradin. Is that who you're... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that probably okay. would have been it, yeah. I did not spy a return address, because that's not really a thing. Sure. Do we at least know perhaps what city or town it originated from? This came from Baldur's Gate, I would have I would guess. Yeah, it doesn't narrow it down too much actually. Alright, well, um, thanks. Uh Okay. Let you get back to it. Bye bye. Yeah, no problem. If you have any more questions, um I'll be here for another one. <sighs> and they look <laughs> very distraught that they're working the mailroom for a month. I'll be here all month. Clark Germanicus, out of your backpack you hear ah! Ah, fuck this thing. As an eye stalk pops out of the backpack. (laughs) Oh, I forgot we had Brap Brap. Yeah! I forgot about him. And the eye stalk is looking around and, like, sort of looks around in the front of your head. Brap Brap the Gazer, who we picked up from Space Jail. Yeah. Sup, Brap Brap? I thought you were dead. (laughs) Brap Brap? Yeah, me too. Me too, buddy. Brap. Is he trying to commune with us? Does he know our mysterious benefactor? It tries again, and you hear a different sound. Snacks. Snacks. Are you, are you hungry? hungry? Snacks. You want Give snacks. it a niblet of something. Also, you start noticing that the contents of your backpack are a little damp. Oh, no. Mm. Oh, has he been eating your rations? No, he peed. Mm. No, it's just drool. They don't, I don't oh. think they have. They don't pee. Oh, okay. don't yeah, they excrete. I don't think <laughs> they can. Other than saliva, I don't think they excrete. Yeah. Uh, yes. Well, Clark Germanicus is dealing with his backpack. Um, Boots comes up to you and kind of sits in front of you and with a paw, like, points at you and then points at his own chest and is, like, scratching at one of your greaves on your armor. Buddy, do you need armor? Buddy, do you, do you want some armor? No. Okay, okay, we'll go, we'll go to the store. Uh, just please don't scratch mommy's new armor. <laughs> I just bought this. Alright, guys, uh, Boots needs some stuff, apparently. Uh, I'll be back. Ah, Cyrilla, how are you? I'm well, how are you, my One friend? of the less crazy ones of your bunch. Yeah, but, um, I kind of have a crazier quest today. Oh, boy. And Boots jumps up on the couch. I was gonna say, Ooh. I either pick him up or it's just like, this little guy needs some armor. Because he's gonna be coming on some adventures. Okay. That's not the craziest thing I've heard. People armor familiars all the time. Okay. Not that crazy. We have armor for dogs. Yeah. So they can kind of just pattern and cut it smaller. He's very little, so. 
I'll say in terms of materials, it's not that much, but in terms of uniqueness, it's going to be a little harder for one of them, but they're not stupid. They'll figure it out. <laughs> so 10 gold pieces. Ten, 10. Sounds fair. No. Tw- 20. 20? Studded. 20. 20 yes. for studded, 10 for... Oh, yeah, shit. Tw- 20, 20 for studded, 10 for regular. So your call. Sounds sounds good to me. We'll get him what I have. Okay, studded it is. Yeah, so well, well, Boots is being fitted for armor, we're going to deal with Brap Brap. Did Brap Brap give us the rings? No. That he would be spit them out. Wild. <laughs> spit out. Hello, Brap Brap. Do you have any insightful things to say about the rings? Or do you just want snacks? Munch. He wants snacks. Do we have additional snacks, or did he eat all of my rations? He did not eat your rations. He was just asleep drooling in your bag for about six days. Cool. (laughs) For six whole days, he was sleeping. He was tired. I give him a ration from my drool-covered sack. Why did I word it like that? (laughs) Get over it. (laughs) You satisfied, bruh? Uh... That's the same in every language. I understood that. Uh, You've also drawn the attention of some people as two of the... Probably not the weirdest thing in Candlekeep. People do keep gazers as familiars. I know, but... How do you do, fellow traveler? Praise the sun. I wave to them as they look confused. Is that yours? Yeah. Where did you get it? Uh, You wouldn't believe me if I told you. Try me. Uh, a the weird prison plane. situation on the astral plane. Not the weirdest thing I've heard all life. Okay. Um, okay, we just generally need, like, magical creatures kept inside of Candlekeep registered so that we know they're here in case anything goes wrong. Mmm, I did Fair. not know this. Crassus just chimes in from behind. Aren't we all just magical creatures? Yeah, yes, man, we all just... you specific you Crassus a glance <laughs> because these are some of the door guards because you're out in the yard and they look specifically at you and go yes quite and then don't bring it up again they don't say that but they just kind of glance at you like yeah aren't most things that uh that are magical in nature maybe hiding their appearance are you making a reference to something sir no just, just, just Clark. Know, just, do, do any of us in game know okay. that he's a changeling? No. Have we figured that out yet? Shape. No. Anyway, go, go take care of your paperwork, Clark. Let's get this out of the way. <sighs> it's, it's not a lot of paperwork. We just need you to sign. The, okay. The book, and then you have where's, a gazer. Where's the book? Show and he me snaps the his book. Fingers and it's Whoa! There. I forget where we are sometimes. Yeah. I, I write gazer. From Astral Plane. Yeah, I don't need to know where you got it. I just need to know that you have it and you're responsible for it. Brap, brap. Oh, in care of Clark Domanicus Helios. And friends. And then at the bottom, I write Praise the Sun with a picture of a sun. He uh, takes the book, looks at it. (sighs) Good enough. Closes it. Huzzah! Don't Good day to you, sirs. No promises. Colin, stop playing Destiny 2. <laughs> <laughs> this man's get playing Galaga. I thought we would have noticed. Hey, Brian, wake up. 
Were you actually out? <laughs> no, I wasn't actually out. Okay. We have like we have like two thousand gold on us, don't we, or something ridiculous? From a you guys made a lot of money. If you want to spend it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we don't get that, right? Me. And I mean, I still have a decent amount left over from the last I'm quest, good. but. I don't need to spend. Is there a jeweler somewhere in the city? Uh, some of the smiths do dabble in jewelry. Yes. Do any of them possibly sell a diamond worth 300 gold? That's a good idea, actually. Uh, in terms of casting supplies, you would want to go to the general yeah. store. I go to the general store. Give give me two diamonds. Two casts of revivify worth of diamonds. 600 please. gold pieces. Thank you, sir. 600 gold pieces. Cha-ching. There you go. And today's bonus item is 50 feet of rope. Here ah! you go. Woo! <laughs> rope. Anyone else? I bought the cat armor. I'm good. Let's go gambling. <laughs> there is a tavern. You can just go and gamble with normal people. Who wants to come gamble with normal people, guys? I'll go get a drink with you, but I'm not gambling. I don't trust you. I'm not betting your money. <laughs> yes, but I'm coming with you to make sure you don't do too many stupid things. Me do stupid things? That you're mistaking me for Crassus or Umak right now. <laughs> With an earshot of both of them. <laughs> Listen, Umak jumped through a window and he shouldn't have. Zadeth speaks up. There's a lot of talk about windows going on here. What's this thing with the window? I don't. Why, don't... why do we keep mentioning the window? This it was before your time. To be the, fair, it was there and waiting windows for someone to jump out. Windows are structural weaknesses. Very good insight, Crassus, but that doesn't explain why. Umak once jumped through a window, a window to escape from an uncomfortable situation, thus triggering a, a battle, uh, which did not go particularly well for us. Ah. To the tavern! Away! Is everyone going to the tavern? Yes. Or is it just one group and then someone else is going to go do something else? We're all going to the tavern. <laughs> I'll go to the tavern. I'm exploring options for things to buy. Okay. Crassus has pulled out his Candlekeep magic item catalog. <laughs> uh, it's like Skyball, but yeah, absolutely. He he took the catalog from from the skyship, and he's just getting ideas. The the toy the toy section is all circled for things Dopedo wanted. <laughs> all right, so we arrive in the tavern. Uh, there does appear to be one table where people are gambling. They are playing dice. Oh, do they look no. like seedy individuals or do they look like upstanding gentlemen? They look like women? very upstanding gentlemen because they made it into Candlekeep. Mm, do they have like top hats and monocles and stuff? They look like wizards. With big hats. One of them has a very large hat, yes. I walk over to the table and say, good morning after what time? Good morrow. Uh, it's, good morrow. It's late morning. Good morning, sirs. May I join you for your game? Of course. Are you familiar with the rules? Run it by me once, just in case. Okay, so we're all rolling. See who can get the same number first. Like all of the same number? Is this Yahtzee? Kind of. Kind Yahtzee of, yes. Yahtzee's nuts. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> Bigna heard it. Everyone heard it. Everyone's That's ignoring you. Yes. Another way is we all just roll and see who gets the highest number and see. Is that what you'd like to do? Yes, yeah, sure. All right. Very good. Take a seat. Buy in is 10 gold. 
I buy in with 10 gold. All right, and each of the four of them put 10 gold in, so the pot is 50. I got a 15, sir. Okay. Uh, so, there are three other players. Mm-hmm. One of them folds immediately. He got four once. He's like, ah! And then he gets up and walks away. Like, I think that's it for me. That's that's a you sign. Can, you can fold in dice? No, but he gives, he gives up and is like, I'm done gambling because I've uh. just rolled four ones and have decided today is not my day. So, first person reveals 12th. Second person, 13. Third person, 16. Shit! And they, that was the person, the wizard who you were talking to, and he sweeps the pot over to him. Alright, first round goes to me. Very good. Uh, And the people left at the table, the fighter type got up, but there is a wizard and two other casters who appear to be wearing a lot of very fancy jewelry. So... A lot of fancy jewelry? This is a this is a rich table, which is why they're doing 10 gold piece bets. That's a lot of money for most people. Alright, let's keep it going. Oh my All god. Right, let's next, keep it going. Next, ra- next round. Can I get a drink? Yes. What would you like? <laughs> uh, like oh, fire- shit again. The equivalent of fireball. One cinnamon whiskey. Got it. Yeah. Grab the old burning salamander whiskey. All right, and uh, they pour a single or double? Double. Double. All right. This <laughs> one. They take out a larger. They take a larger glass, put it there, add two shakes of cinnamon, and a long pour. And you know it's about a two and a half. And he hands it to you. You look like you need it. Thank you. Wait, are we doing another? We're rolling. We're rolling another round. I'm gonna switch to using a dice rolling app because it's easier than you can actually think. Ah. What did you got? I got uh, the f- the first 14. reveal thirteen, second reveal eleven, third reveal fifteen. This I'm starting to smell shenanigans afoot. Do you want to keep playing? One more time. All right. Is it the same person who beat me? Yes. Has it always been the same person? Both times it was the wizard. Yes. We're doing this one more time. What's eight plus five? A number. 13. 13. I wish you I were 14. joking. You got a 14. 12, you got 13, a 14, 14 rat. it's the you same You fucking person. rat. You fucking rat, bro. You rat. <laughs> I do an arcana check again? on the wizard's dice. I just hear this argument and just chug half the fire with They are real dice. They're not fucking with Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How many gold am I down so far? 30? 30. 30. All right, this is the last one, the Cast final it. round, last the final one. countdown. You hear this in the mic? That's a weird thing. Thanks. them in order. <laughs> I'm done. I chug the rest I get of the fire say, whiskey. I say thank I'll you for the game, him. gentlemen. And yep, I need to need to learn my limits. And that was it. It's all right, man. Gambling's not for everybody. Clark, get over here. Let's get out of here. All right. <laughs> Would I be able to like sit outside for like five minutes and actually play my fiddle? Because I haven't done that in God yes, knows how long. Yes, you can absolutely sit outside and play your fiddle. Thank Please you. give me a performance check. And, uh, and let's go with advantage. I was going to say, I have, have 
six advantages on performance checks, so. And then you have yes, to you have to challenge a devil to a fiddle contest. <laughs> no. Hmm. Is, is Boots gonna I am the devil gonna in dance? The contest. Where's your fiddle of gold? <laughs> Twenty-six. There are people all across the yard, who, the courtyard, who stop what they're doing and just listen as the sound of your fiddle carries through the whole candle key. And I just, I, when I stop playing, I'm like, oh, I was a little, a little rusty, but okay. There's all this little steam coming off of it. Like, <laughs> uh, you, you, you like blow out your, your, your bow. Like, <laughs> Clark, that's how you draw a crowd. Wow. You don't need to do that. That was unwarranted. Uh, because I'm a suspicious motherfucker, as this as this performance is going on, and as, as the eyes are sort of on our group, I'm gonna um, use message to whisper over to Umak. I'm gonna say, "Hey, can you do me a favor and cast see invisibility and just keep an eye on this crowd?" I cast. Wait. I cast to see invisibility. There is the occasional unseen servant and mage hand, but no... Actually, give me a perception check. 16. Uh, you see the occasional unseen servant or a mage hand that someone is using, but those aren't very out of the ordinary in a magic college. I relay this to Zidrus. Um, and I assume of a probably equally useless measure, I will do detect magic. Uh, every yeah, yeah. I assume everywhere. it's all over the fucking place, but yeah. The, the entire oh, ground. Yeah. Everything, everywhere, all at once. All just like the movie. Bagels. Next. Zid just throws up from all the like <laughs> shifting colors. You also notice that there is a like a force dome over the entire place. Whoa. That's probably the anti-teleportation bubble. Which, upon seeing and realizing, means no, no one could teleport into here. That's very true. Mailed. So yeah, it had to have done, been done conventionally by mail. Theoretically, they right. could tele they could maybe plane shift or teleport into the mansion, but never into Candlekeep and then accessing the mansion. As Umak finishes his sea invisibility, can everyone make a perception check? Okay, so uh, Zid, Umak, Boots, and <laughs> Cirilla. That took me a second. Sorry hear a faint, like, horn blast. And as you look up, you think you see a mast of a ship way higher up than it should be. What the fuck? Another skyship? But it is not within the walls. It is sort of passing by on the outside in the distance. It's like you just okay. barely see the tip of a mast beyond, like, the top of the wall. Right, like, Candlekeep is on the sea, but the walls are so tall that you shouldn't be able to see passing yeah. ships. Correct. But we can see this one's sails going by. Okay. Does this draw your attention? Are you going to investigate? Or are you just like, eh, whatever? Bird! Uh, you send up the bird, and there are four skyships in a formation about a hundred yards off the coast of Candlekeep's, like, sort of the rocky outcroppings that it sits on, a hundred feet above the water. Okay, are they approaching the city directly, or are they sort of circling? They are not approaching, they seem to have just positioned themselves there. One of the ships is extremely large. Oh no. Uh, okay. In a neighborhood of 400 feet long. The bird's gonna have to get beyond my, like, see-through-its-eyes range, but can I have it fly further out and report back? Is, yes. Is there anything on the sails? 
uh, the banners that you see hanging from the ship are a are white banners with a golden gauntlet. Oh, oh boy. Okay, so it's the order. Oh, shit. Um, concerning. I mean, they may not be here to attack, but they, they, this is just kind of how they roll up on places. <laughs> they always travel in force. Um, uh, and as the bird is just leaving your vision, you see two smaller craft launch out from the largest ship and head towards the gate of candle like the dinghies yeah sky, sky dinghies, sky dinghies. <laughs> i assume after a moment the bird gets back the main thing i want to know is wait like what's their disposition are they are they like swords drawn ready to battle or are they all just like manning a boat kind of uh, it just it just looks like the crew on the ship is preparing it to drop anchor to sort of just hold position there no no battle okay. stance there's no troops on the deck forming up it looks to be that they're just arriving here. Okay, and then I'll, I'll use message to convey that to the party, that it seems like we're not under attack. Um, at least not yet. Yet. And then I'd like to direct the birds to go to the main gate to check on whatever the fuck is going on um, with those dinghies. Uh, after the bird finishes its patrol of the ships, it makes its way towards the main gate, where both of the smaller craft have touched down and you see five people disembark from one of them and start walking towards the gate in an orderly fashion, one of them carrying the Order of the Gauntlet's banner, and the other, three of the others wearing very large suits of armor, and one of them wearing a normal-sized suit of very ornate armor. It's like a commander or honor guard situation, kind of? Yeah, like there's a man in charge, and then his three guards. Yeah, and a standard bearer. The three guards and the batter guy all appear to be about eight feet tall. <laughs> okay. Okay, mm. big dudes. They big boys. Helmeted? Helmeted, yes. Okay. Is the commander also eight feet tall? No, they're maybe normal si- normal sized human. No helmet. Not a not an enclosed one at least. There appears like maybe some. Any notable features? Not from this distance, no. Okay. And he seems to be approaching calmly? Yeah. No, not like rushing, but not Yeah. There is a sense of just, I'm here to talk about something very important, mm-hmm. and it needs to happen now. Urgent business. Quite. Urgent business. Him and one of his guards are brought in through the yard up into the main candle keep, and that's where you lose sight of him. Okay. Do you um, want to be at the gate trying to like listen to anything being said? Yeah, yeah. so I was going to say, um, I'll, I'll again use message to the group, but I'll propose this plan. You guys kind of follow at a distance. I would like to cast invisibility on myself and see if I can eavesdrop. That sound like a good idea? Yes. I cast the invisibility so I can see Alex. <laughs> <laughs> my god. So I'm actually going to use one of my rarely used sorcery points to subtle spell a greater invisibility on myself so that I just kind of... Um, and then I sprint toward the gates <laughs> uh, to try to catch up to the whatever that's going on uh, there. Look, I mean, a lot of this happens if you are you have time to do that, yeah. depending on where the bird was and when you decide to do that. I watch Alex I'm sprint. just giving you the option. Yeah, like, like as, as they're approaching, I'm like, I need to eavesdrop on this. This seems big. So you getting to the gates as they are being ushered in, can you give me a perception check at advantage? Because you are able to get fairly close. That's a 15. You faintly hear the two gate guards on the outside. What's the meaning of this? You normally have to... Yeah, uh, an appointment. You must make an appointment for the... And the main person, their voice booms. We have no time for appointments. This is this is urgent. 
I need to speak with the headmaster of Candlekeep now. Now. Do we even have a headmaster? <laughs> I assume we have. I assume we have one. His name is Bumblebore. <laughs> Bel Belbus Bumblebore. Rumble Roar. Headmaster of Bogwarts. <laughs> Bogwarts School of Bitchcraft and Bizardry. <laughs> Bitchcraft. Uh, they are the Keeper of Tomes. That is their their title, the Keeper of Tomes. Keeper of Tomes. Okay, and we we haven't met them, so you have so not. Like a Dark Souls boss. Do they, do they let the envoy in? Or? Uh, yes, they're allowed in. This uh, order, the gauntlet envoy who's coming in, would they be like someone who would be noted, notable within the ranks of the order? Or are they just some like high and mighty, I'm a lieutenant with a very important message, but in reality, I am just the errant bitch. You know a lot about them, this person appears to hold the rank of admiral in the in the gauntlet's naval branch. Oh, so pretty important. Uh, would I know who they might be then? No, you are not sure who this one is. Got it. They are not high enough for me to know them by appearance, but they are high enough for me to know that there's someone important. Then yeah, if I can follow, I I would like to. You know. There could have been a simpler solution to this now that if I uh, paid more attention to my spells. What? Because well, we're past because that. I, I could have just scried. I have scried. Oh my God. You can do that in addition. Yeah, Very but true. pretty sure an admiral in the order to gauntlet probably has anti-scrying. Um, you invisible, please give me a stealth check at advantage. Yeah. I'm watching also him. wearing ring of mind shielding and... Uh, Boots of no noise. Yes. I'm watching him. You are as close to not there as is possible. With my plus 11, I have a 24. Okay. You are able to get towards the inner gate of the courtyard, heading towards Candlekeep, as you see two guards, sort of, of Candlekeep. Two of the readers, as they're called, who are just members of Candlekeep, but not necessarily military trained, start kind of making their way on an intercept course with you. Oh. Um, I would like to cast message at one of them and and attempt to persuade, I suppose, and, and say, look, you can tell Thoradin or whoever that I'm doing this later. I know you see me. Please. We are on an urgent mission and I have reason to believe that this man may not be trustable. Can you make a persuasion check? That's that's a sixteen. There's an invisible guy right here. <laughs> no magic in Candlekeep. They change course to intercept the other mage instead, with a slight nod, and they get them by the arm. And there's a hand gesture, and they both walk the other direction. Then yes, I I, I give him a polite nod as I carry on. Uh, please give me another stealth check as you try to pass into Greater Candlekeep. You're, you haven't been let in Candlekeep yet. You're in the courtyard. You've never been let into the actual Candlekeep. Ah, uh, you've never been let in without direct supervision. It's say like some way. of the libraries and stuff probably were, but yeah. But I thought we were the Candlekeep. Think about that. The only reason that you're let in at all is because you've done so much for Candlekeep. Normally, if you want a book, you have to request it from a directory and it will be brought to you. Um, so yeah, I got a 23. 
three on that stealth. You see glances from the occasional reader in uh, the uniforms of someone who's on guard, on guard, and they just kind of glance, glance in your direction as it appears your message has been disseminated already. It's Very just good. being passed along. I continue my, my polite nods and salutes as I pass by. Uh, you are able to follow at a closer distance now. You're in an area you've never been before. You're heading towards the main tower. Uh, it takes several minutes of walking at a brisk pace as you hear clanking of one suit of armor, but not another. It appears that the normal-sized person's armor is silenced somehow. Hmm. Could be mithril even. Uh, you follow and are there at the double doors to the Keeper of the Tomes floor of the high tower. Office, yeah. <laughs> floor of the high this tower. Is where, like, this is where, like, the angelic music comes in, like, the ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. <laughs> the 2001 Space Odyssey. You music. now have two of the mages on either side flanking you so that no one else walks between them. Fair, to, to I appreciate to, like, that. To, walk into you. I give them a, a knowing, understanding nod that I, I get what they're doing. The one of them just glances down and nods back. Mm-hmm. You've also seen the occasional magic gesture as they seem to be dispelling wards that would uninvisible you as you're going through. Yeah, I was worried that might be a thing. I was going to say I would message one of them to be like, his office isn't going to break the spell, is it? They're trusting you because if you try anything, they're going to have you. There's nothing right, yeah. to do Right, yeah. All I want to do, genuinely all I want to do is watch and listen. I know that I'm severely outnumbered. Uh, as and they I are ushered well. through the doors, you follow and the two mages take up a position on either side of the door at the outside. They're brought through another room to an office with the Keeper of Tomes standing on the other side of their desk, hands on their hips. They're a human man wearing partial religious iconography, partial candlekeep iconography, and they say, What does the Order need of us now? And that's where we leave it off. Um, Yeah, all right. That's That's a fun little cliffhanger. Yeah. Yes, it is. Um, I'm in danger. <laughs> I'm in danger. I had a loose outline that I've been thinking about finally bringing that thread in, and here we are. Very good. Yay. Um, I, you, you have my attention. Um, <laughs> um, anyway, uh, hey, if, you, if you've been enjoying the show, if you like what we're doing, like, subscribe, comment, uh, follow, depending on what platform you're on. Uh, five stars on all the podcast things really helps us out. Press tell, all the Tell buttons. somebody else. Spread, spread the love, you know. And yeah, we'll see you again in two weeks. Thanks for watching. Watch our Let's Plays. They're funny and epic. Bye-bye. Good night. Roll for Distraction is produced and edited by Alexandra Vigna. The show features John Price as the Dungeon Master and Alexandria Holbrook, Gerard Lambrugo, Colin Keating, Ryan Graff, and Alexandra Vigna as the players. This episode features Discovery Hit, Folk Round, Crowd Hammer, and Dragon and Toast by Kevin MacLeod used under the filmmusic.io standard license. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you again in the next episode.